0: Welcome to the Uphill Athlete Podcast. These programs are just one of several free services we provide to disseminate information about training for mountain sports. If you like what you hear and want more, please check out our website, UphillAthlete.com, where you'll find many articles and our extensive video library on all aspects of training for and accomplishing a variety of mountain goals. You'll also find our forum where you can ask questions of our experts and the community at large. Our email is coach at uphillathlete.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Hello, everyone. My name is Steve House, and welcome back to another Uphill Athlete podcast. I'm really excited today to have the opportunity to talk about something really new for us at Uphill Athlete in terms of, of helping our athletes, and that is yoga and specifically yoga to help athletes with their recovery and today we're going to be talking to yoga instructor extraordinaire Bree Dillon. Bree welcome to the Appel Athlete podcast.
1: Thanks for having me Steve I'm really glad to be here.
0: Bree why don't um, you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to yoga and being a yoga instructor.
1: Yeah. I came to yoga a long time ago. I'm rounding the corner to about 20 years ago now. And it was during my college career, I had turned down an athletic scholarship and decided to focus on academics for my college career. And um, I inherited a relationship to baseball through my dad. My dad was a a professional uh, baseball player. And so I had kind of devoted my athletic career to team sports. And so when I landed myself in college, I really felt a loss of the team and, um, was kind of flailing and looking, uh, searching for something that could help give me, uh, that feeling that you get from the team and stumbled on yoga. Not soon after really at the tail end of my, my college career. For me, it was a a new way of relating to my body, uh, and uh, a deeper kind of look at how to take ownership and responsibility for my health. I liked the, the learning, I guess, that comes with building that, that awareness. As an athlete, I had really relied on, you know, we all know the sanity that comes with intense focused and concentrated movement and was really at a large loss for how to care for my body. I knew how to use it, but I didn't really know how to care for it. And I think so much of what's kept me uh, with the yoga practice, kept me close to yoga is uh, that deeper understanding of of knowing how to care for my body now through through the yoga practice. Let me tell you a little bit of my story of how
0: I came to yoga, because it's a a bit different, but I think there's some important parallels. I had a a very bad climbing accident in 2010 and had many fractures and all kinds of physical problems so i guess i should be more specific i had hip bones fractured in two places, and i had two places i had around 24 rib fractures on my right side on my spinal column you know about half of the little spinal processes on one side were broken off i took a huge blow to one side I collapsed lung i had all these all these health issues but long story short is i was i was going to physical therapy for months but eventually, as we all know, your physical therapy runs out no matter how severe, at least in the States, no matter how severe your injury is. And my physical therapist at the time recommended I try yoga, you know, and this is a point in which like I could only get my knee about halfway between the floor and that, you know, being straight and being fully flexed. Like I, I couldn't get my knee to my chest at all. Like it would go 90 degrees to my ankle, but I was incredibly inflexible I had massive tissue, you know, soft tissue damage and all the scar tissue in my body. And I was basically doing everything I could to try to get back to some form of like, take care of my body to not only climb, but even just to walk <laughs> or run or like something like, like I was I was at a walker for a while. I was in a wheelchair and then walkers. I was really skeptical. And he did a little research and he found that Iyengar teacher in Bend, Oregon, where I was living at the time. And uh, he called her up on my behalf and, she, and sort of explained what was going on. And they, they decided to put me in the uh, Iyengar introductory Iyengar class for seniors. <laughs> so I was in this class <laughs> with a bunch of like 70 and 80 year olds. <laughs> but but for my body point of view, I fit right in because like I could... I I couldn't I just was so stiff I couldn't move and but it was a perfect thing that I needed and I did that for a year Uh, and the the progress was was incredible because it was consistent and it was intentional and I think that those are two of the themes that we harp on a lot with uphill athlete is the consistency and the intention and understanding why you why you do things and for me it was it was really life-changing and then I, I practiced quiet frequently until uh, uh told my children came along and then it seems like that kind of fell off but that's that's on me but i yeah. think it's really exciting to have uh this so for those of you listening what we have now is we have a, a program we're introducing called uphill athlete yoga Bree is our instructor and these are video yoga courses that are sort of let's say follow along Bree leads you through And um I've done um level one and level three. Of course I skipped had to skip level two, maybe I'm a little too type A, but uh and uh they're fantastic. I really love the programming. It was really great. You want to tell us about how you came up with this, the these different the whole structure and
1: yeah, I mean a little, I'll rewind just a little bit, you know, as as a, a progression to the story of you know how I came to yoga and then that leap from from being a student of yoga to being a teacher of yoga for me was a progression, almost um, an accidental one. Really. I was looking for opportunities just to build out my understanding of, um, of the practice and wound up in a teacher training as a means to do that had no intention to teach yoga. (laughs) And in fact, had really for many years in the beginning of my teaching career, a fear of being in front of people and speaking in front of groups. And so I had to work for a long time through that. Uh, When I made kind of the decision after I went through this, this initial teacher training, made the decision to pursue teaching. So much of what motivated me was to spend time with athletes and, and athletes like yourself who had often recovered from big injuries and were rehabbing and looking for outlets to move their bodies in ways that felt healing and, and, um, and supportive of that, like that big journey back to the movement that they really wanted. So, you know, my initial years teaching yoga, which was in Seattle was working with, um, athletes of all kinds, you know, recreational athletes, but also professional. And that I think compelled me to, you know, continue to look at how this practice can be adapted to people based on where they are in life, um, and their specific needs and, um, what's one of the best things about yoga is it's timeless it's classic and um it kind of meets you wherever you are and so what i love about this program that we've created you and i steve is that uh you know we really have the athlete in mind and so i think so many of um people's experience with yoga is like You know, yoga. When we talk about yoga, it's almost like talking about beer, right? It's like, well, I I like yoga or I don't like yoga. Well, it's really like, well, what kind? I mean, what was your experience? What kind of yoga? What kind of beer, right? Um, And if you didn't like that one, maybe you should try this one. This program that we've created is really designed for in support of a person who who moves them, their bodies outside and uphill and downhill and over and over again. And right. And so the, the, the practice is really about parsing apart those elements of breath and movement and concentration and focus that are really in support of an athlete's endeavor. And so it feels really accessible, right? We're not trying to create a yoga workout We're not trying to create another training program. We're trying to create something that can be integrated into someone's training, but feels like it's a way of offsetting, balancing, and maybe um, creating more deliberate moments in which you really allow yourself uh, recovery.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's great that you, again, to sort of rewind a little bit is, you know, I came to you with my version of this idea and it was a true collaboration. I mean, I think we quickly, very quickly understood what each other were talking about, you know, in terms of like what we were looking for. And for me, it was both my experience personally, how I came into yoga, but then also as a coach, wanting to have a recovery-based yoga practice that I could assign to my athletes at different stages or after different workouts of different sort of lengths and intensity levels and targeting different areas of their bodies and so forth that I could, that was attainable. I didn't didn't want, that wasn't a workout, as you said, that was, you know, but more of a yin sort of gentle recovery uh, practice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you nailed it. And, and just to like endorse what you're saying about that idea of consistency, You know, we, we use that as a guiding principle when we created this program, right? It's like, I, I so often get asked by students who, you know, they show up to a yoga class and they're, they're ready and stoked to make change on whatever level and ask me really, what do I need to do in order to dot, dot, dot. And I always end up circling back to the idea of whatever it is you do, do it for an accessible amount of time as frequently as you can, rather than, you know, this large chunk of time that you might do once a week or something. So I say all that just to reference that the program that we've created is, you know, a series of small kind of short videos that people can do frequently in order to create a habit of recovery, a habit of of sort of down-regulating and lengthening muscle supporting tissue pliability and range of motion and all of these things, but to do that on a frequent and consistent basis with a little less time demand and really see change, right. Versus, uh, trying to make it to a 90 minute yoga class once a week, or maybe once every other week, uh, is great, it's a great endeavor. Um, but I think less supportive of the kind of change that a lot of us want to see from from a yoga practice
0: So I'm hearing from you that you know, your general recommendation is uh, attainable small bites yeah Cons- consistency
1: yeah and that's like baked into the the program that we've created yeah. and so I think as people consider whether they want to you know show up and try a little bit of yoga know that it's like less about how much time you do, do it in a given day and more about how frequently you do it throughout your week. I think our shortest video is like 12 minutes maybe. um, and our longest one is 45. It's, I think works really well with, um, all of our modern lives are busy.
0: How do you expect people to interface with the different videos? Can you explain what the different lengths are and what the different focuses are?
1: Yeah. So this is a package of videos where there are eight videos, yoga videos, four of them live within a family of sort of modules that are intended to be a progression. And so you work your way through module one through four. And the progression isn't so much about a physical challenge, but more about slowing down. And the challenge is really around time and increased time. So the first like module one, I think is a 30 minute video. And then each module then graduates up by five minutes. And that doesn't, doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're moving slowly and you're really trying to focus on the quality of your breath and the length of, a, a, you know, a stretch five minutes can feel like a long time. And so module one, 30 minutes, module four, 45 minutes, and there are a series of movement patterns and breathing exercises that build on each other when you move through them sequentially, you really get the benefits of building that familiarity within your body. And, um, by the time you arrive at module four, I think you're going to really have some of the poses, the pacing and kind of that, that mental focus that you want really dialed in. And I think that's a really, we're trying to build a level of proficiency and skillfulness with switching the nervous system over from a sympathetic state, which is your, your go mode game time to, uh, kind of rest and digest, relax, recoup and heal. And the more proficient you can get at that, which is what we're trying to, to support through these modules, um, the faster you can recover. And so that those are the, the four videos there. And then we have kind of these, uh, an additional sort of bonus for videos that are really anatomically based. And those are 12 to 20 minutes each. And you can select those based on part of the body that you wanna kind of dial in, right? So there's a video that's neck and shoulders. Uh, There's a video that's uh, back and butt. And then we have a video that's addresses hip flexors and hamstrings, and then a video that is um, lower body focus. So cat, lower leg focus, calves and feet. Those are really designed to address the health of um, each of those individual parts. So looking at range of motion and healthy mobility.
0: Great. Yeah. No, I think it's a brilliant tool for, for all athletes. And, you know, as the, as we brought the kind of coaching perspective, you know we said hey yeah there have athletes they need you know the calf and feet for example <laughs> and and they're really busy and that's that's all they can do but if they have 12 minutes it makes such a huge difference and it also really it's a bit of a, a cliche or tongue-in-cheek saying but there's a saying that goes around it says that there's no such thing as overtraining, just under recovery yeah you know, it, it's it's
1: don't take these things too literally of
0: course but uh this is certainly true we can we can help people's fitness a lot when we can help them recover properly and make sure they have time and space for for that and tools for that and we talked about that quite a bit on the uphill athlete platform around you know sort of foam rolling and nutrition and these these kinds of things um but having a you know a yoga, yoga as you pointed out is such a big big tent that we really didn't want to just say hey do yoga for recovery because that could mean iyengar or some power yoga or something not iyengar what's power what's that what Ashanga yeah. yeah. yoga which is yeah. more of a, a very powerful practice which is definitely not going to be recovery focused so we wanted to really kind of dial in on this recovery focus of the of the practice of this type of yoga practice this type of beer if you will (laughs)
1: which i think has so much relevancy for athletes but for all of us you know we spend so much of our time in go mode yeah doing you know hard work um and whether that's in our home lives and or in our workplace or in our you know uh goals and dreams and objectives i think so much of of modern life is wired towards productivity in, you know, just to, to circle back to building that skillfulness at, at being relaxed, how do what, you know, what is that even like, <laughs> can we feel that in, in, you know, in as a necessity to, to health? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you know, just as a personal experience, I, I think the, the last two years have been, been incredibly, you know, discombobulated for so many of us. And that can that can be a limiting element to performance. When you find yourself in a state of sort of chronic stress, what are the tools that you have? We're limited in our ability to control circumstances and situations, but we can learn the tools um, to kind of control how we feel within them and how we manage our stress level. And so much of the the breathing techniques, the movement techniques, that kind of that paying attention, that awareness um, helps us to tip the scales back towards a more, a calm state, which just allows for that repair and that recharging so that we can turn around and, and perform again.
0: There, there's a certain, I sort of chuckle at, at myself and ourselves a little bit when we start to frame this as like, it's yoga for recovery, but that's so we can perform even more. <laughs> there's, a certain, there's a certain irony to that, right? But um, yeah. I think it's, it is it is, important. And for me, I know that I get trapped in a little bit in that, in that mindset and just uh, got to remember to Right, that the yoga practice is valuable just in and of its own sake.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess another way of looking at it too, is almost like delineating our experience a little bit more where rather than feeling like you're living or moving in a constant state of sort of half tension, you're, you're delineating that experience of like being able to fully perform and then fully rest. Yeah right and so that you're you're optimizing both experiences more i i you know i talk to so many people who are, who try try to turn down the volume on you know whatever it is that they feel is is loud in their lives and can't quite get there and so it's like yeah they're relaxing but not really yeah they're performing but they're distracted you know it's those kinds of things and so we're, we're trying to kind of build the the it's almost like a light switch right on off humans just don't function like that we can in the nervous system. And I think that's a really powerful ability to be able to, to create.
0: So, so tell me who who this is for then let's, let's, who, who do you welcome into this, this series, this, uh, this, these classes, this practice that you've created, that we've created.
1: An athlete is, is a really broad, I guess, identifier because we, we, you know, some of us are hesitant to call ourselves athlete, be, athletes, because, you know, we have this sort of we need a certain level of proficiency to be able to fully own that. Um, but I, you know, I feel like it's, I've always felt like yoga is for everyone who is interested in, in learning more about the body that they're in and the experience that they can create for themselves in, in, within that body and, and within their mind. Right. And so as you apply that to sort of like the uphill athlete audience, right. It's encompassing of, People who are in their top performing years, people who are injured, women pre and postnatal, aging athletes. I mean, yoga is historically maybe, or or even just reputationally, can be seen as something that has prerequisites. Like, oh, I got to be able to do this in order to 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 do yoga. And I'd say, scrap that idea. Yoga is the most adaptable practice there is. You just come with what you've got and you respect your limitations and work with what you have and hopefully improve your state of being by taking that kind of that ownership. And I'd say that's, that's, you know, what you and I have kind of targeted this really generous sort of practice that allows anybody to come with whatever they have.
0: Yeah, I think we try to define, as coaches, when we talk about who is an last athlete, we talk about anyone who moves their body outside. You know, of course, that encompasses super top professional alpinists, and it encompasses anyone else that is moving their body outside that wants to, you know, see it, see it get better. You know, if I if I may um, kind of go off on a, a little bit of a tangent, I think one of the key words that I've always appreciated that is used in yoga is this word of practice. And I've really uh, personally adapted that to my own view of my outdoor sports as I age. Like, I'm not a professional alpinist anymore, but I'm still a practicing alpinist. I'm not, not I've never been a professional skier or a high-level skier, but I'm a practicing skier. Like, I like to, I love to ski. I go out and I practice and I try to, you know, be the best I can that day, you know, not, not like the winning sense, but just in the sense of being showing up for myself as the you know the best skier I can be on that day. And I think that this is one of for me, this is why yoga fits so well with outdoor sports, is because of the, the sports we target in within the athlete community are not target, the sports we address, the sports we participate in, they're they're mostly not competitive. I mean, sure there are running races and sure there are awards for the best alpine climb of the year so or so on and so forth, but I've been running, for example, my whole life, and I, you know, I, I've only done a, since I've been an adult. I think I've done two races in the last thirty-five years, uh, you know, "quote unquote" races, uh, and those were those were just for fun, right? So, I think that whole idea of practice is is such a great perspective to to bring to to training, to recovery to, to your sport. And we all work through all these different phases all the time. Like I, we've all been injured, for example, like being injured is frankly, and you know, whether you like it or not, it's part of being an athlete. Sometimes you get injured, whether it's an overuse injury or a traumatic injury or whatever, and you have to then switch into, you know, rehab mode and you rehab the injury. And there's just, it's, it's all a practice and it's all just like, kind of this continuous daily showing up for yourself, And, um, I think that that's a, that's philosophically fits so well for me.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. The notion of every day, every day kind of being a new one, right? Like we are dynamic. You and I individually humans are, and are on a cellular level changing all the time. And so to show up to a practice, it it almost implies like, okay, well, I'm ready just to see what today holds. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, And I think that, you know, it lends itself to a lot of exploration and ongoing growth. I think uh, it's a really, I think, expansive kind of way of thinking about a devotion, right? Something that you put yourself to a discipline within the frame of making progress in a sort of generous way.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I I agree more. I mean, that's that's how I see. You know, I've got a good decade or more on you, and I mean, it's certainly how I see my progress as a, as an athlete personally, but also how I see the community generally as as this out the the biggest tent possible outdoor up, uphill athlete tent. Um, it's it's yeah this this process, and everybody's got their own little journey to take, and it's all it's 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 interesting for all of us individually and collectively. We can share a lot of knowledge and support for each other. and, think that that's gets to the heart of what we're doing here at uphill athlete and what we're accomplishing with these videos. So I think it's, it's, it's great. A lot of, a lot of great synergy here.
1: Yeah. I think the only thing I, the only other thing I'd add there to next to the word practice, I'd add simulation, you know, so much of what I think about doing on a yoga mat is uh, really a simulation of, of what we want to do in the mountains or in life. And so you are practicing ways of breathing in support of really how you want to breathe um, when you're on your skis or how you want to breathe when you're cutting an onion or how you want to breathe when you're standing in the checkout line, same for moving. And so you're, you know, deliberately placing a foot here or moving an arm there. And it's a really low risk environment with, you know, you're taking a lot of your attention into this specific move, simulating something that you're going to do in real life with a lot more um, care so that you can, you can, so you kind of create this pattern in this, this default and, um, and, uh, and almost an automation that uh, becomes a lot more accessible when you're out doing something where you're your full attention isn't devoted to it, but it's automated now, and it's healthy, and it's and it's strong. Um, so, yeah, that, I think the pr- practice and simulation are two words that really resonate for me when I think about how I show up on my my yoga mat as an athlete.
0: That's great. Well, it's, having done these uh, these two um, of your courses, the 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 longer ones, the the one and the three it certainly got me motivated to start being regular again and showing up for myself again in this way. And, um, I'm going to, 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 to get back into it. And it's great. And it's so accessible. It's so easy because it's on my time, you know, with the, with these videos and it's, it's great. It's familiar. And uh, yeah. And
1: it feels good. Right. It feels
0: good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels it feels good. Good. yeah. 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 Well, great! I think that uh, I'm really excited to start to get these these videos and your courses out to the world of uphill athlete and get the feedback. And I'm sure the coaches are going to be using this these tools a lot with with their individual athletes, both both the long form and the specific kind of anatomically focused classes uh, courses. And it's, it's, I'm really excited to see uh, how it all how it all evolves. And you know, as, as you as the audience do get into these and practice them. And if there's things that you love or, or don't like or whatever, we always want to evolve and improve. And we'll continue to, to iterate on these over the coming years and think So um, please reach out to, to, you know, whatever coach at Uphill Athlete or Steve at Uphill Athlete, and we'll make sure that uh, we integrate that with Bree the next, next go around.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Brie. And I uh, really look forward to getting this out and thank you for all your, your great work on this project. It's, it really came out beautifully.
1: It's been a lot of fun on this. Yeah. Happy to put it out in the world.
0: Yeah, me too. All right. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Take care.
0: Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about what we do,
1: please go to our website, uphillathlete.com.